an hour long podcast solo podcast is a bit yeah it's too much <laughs> like I could chat for an hour but I don't really know anyone who'd want to sit and listen to me for an hour <laughs> Recording for like ten minutes already. <laughs> <laughs> um, you cool. So Cam. To everyone uh, listening, hello, welcome to the podcast, Yellow Concrete Podcast. I've got Cameron Bar with me, locally known as Cam. <laughs> yeah. Someone <laughs> asked me the yeah, other no day. one ever calls you Cam. <laughs> no, someone asked me about like my boss was like, Oh, do you have any nicknames? Yeah. Never. Yeah. Just, just Cam. Just Cam. Cameron. I think it's yeah. uh, I think we've got names which are like hard to abbreviate though. Like you can do Cam or Grey for mine, and but I never get any Grey. No one ever puts any more thought into it. No, well, just, yeah, they probably did. I just probably never heard them. You think people just like go home and just like make walls of names, just like the fuck can I call this guy? Yeah. Really started posting them through loads of people, <laughs> people's houses. Like. Yes. Oh shit! I'm library. Well, yeah. Um, so generally, I introduce people with like what they do. And usually that's like their job. But I feel like your job doesn't really define you. Because you're more just like a... Thank I don't you. know, I see you as like a wayward <laughs> traveller. I take that as a compliment. Like, just just in life. Like, <laughs> yeah. Someone who can't quite express no. what they want to do, really. I mean, yes. I think that a lot of people feel that. Yeah. Struggle to figure out what they want to do. Or how <laughs> they want to participate in the world. Mm. And that works. We'll yeah, go, I haven't quite got there yet. We'll go with the, the simple starter question, which I ask everybody, uh, of how long we've known each other. Time? Um, yeah, like time-wise, how long we know Yeah, no, I mean, like, we've known each other for time, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, when did... It's got to be, like, from work, wasn't it? three years or so. Was that when we met or when I left? I don't know, it seems to be a while. I mean, I've been in this house five years. Yeah. And I, I've been here through that time. So it's got to be like a couple of years, maybe. Yeah. Because we, we, we met through work, and then it's kind of like on and off since then. Which is why, again, why like you kind of just like a, a wayward traveller, because you just appear every so often. Back I remember into the life. other day when you described <laughs> me as a wasp. Like, there was, there was a, a wasp? Like, yeah, and you were like, yeah, because you don't give a fuck, you just go. Yeah. And then you come back and stuff. Yeah. You're like a bee. Like bees are trapped by the hive. You just like go do whatever the fuck you want. Oh, that's true. But wasps have a. I guess they have a nest, then they don't really have a hive. Yeah, I don't know. Like I don't know why would wasps nest unless it's just to make more wasps. I don't know that much about wasps. Maybe the analogy was bad. No, no, I don't know because you only ever see one, I guess. So yeah, you just... never see like a a group of wasps unless it's like a, a nest. gang of wasps. Yeah, come on, fuck your shit. Is that your fun? So you're on your own until you get your gang together and just oh. fuck shit up. I did watch uh, the Warriors the other day. Yeah. I've not seen that before. You've never uh, seen The Warriors? Yeah, I don't That's know why I haven't seen it. It's, yeah, it's excellent. And for like a couple of weeks, I was adamant that I was going to start again. I was in Nottingham recently, and there was like, because it was obviously summer holidays, all the kids who had just gone back, but like, there was this group of, they had to be like 13, 14 year old kids on bikes, like riding through Nottingham Centre. And I was like, this is, it's like being in Mad Max. Just, <laughs> it's like watching gangs of teens ride from one place to the next and fuck crap up. <laughs> but that's what we should all aspire to, I guess. <laughs> In one way or another. I like, yeah, I like to think so. Yeah. But I mean, just... yeah. I kind of like that you just go and do things, though. Yeah, but then when I come back, like, so... 
with my recent trip. Yeah, you were in Nepal, wasn't it, or somewhere? Yeah, Nepal, yeah. and yeah. I left from Norwich, and I came back to Lincoln. Okay. And because I'm, well, because this, this is, I'm from Lincoln, it yeah. felt really natural, and then I realised that I hadn't actually been in Lincoln for a year and a half before I left for Nepal. Oh, shit. And then it really kind of put me in a weird, like, like where have I been? And then I haven't, I need to see all my friends in Norwich, I haven't seen them in ages, yeah. like, but then it's just one of them things, now I'm back in Lincoln, I'm back in Lincoln, aren't you? You kind of feel like a bit disconnected. Like, I can see that, yeah. Yeah. But then it's, there's a good thought in knowing that I got like, well, that there's friends everywhere, really. Yeah. I think it's it's nice when you've got like friends so you can just, doesn't matter where you've been, you just come back and pick up like where you left off. Like when we like run into each other at the pub, it's like, <laughs> I could have seen you yesterday and yeah, it would be exactly the same. It's, yeah. yeah. It's when you've so, got that disconnect of like if you meet them and then it's not the same. I think that's maybe that that's a little sad bit. I've had a couple of those. Yeah. 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 I'm not, I'm not gonna say, well, just kind of like feel like I'm gonna get back into the swing of things and then it's somehow different and then I kind of going around in my head like oh like have they changed or have I changed and then kind of just thinking well it doesn't really matter because no one yeah. everyone changes into yeah. that their own person. Yeah, they've had development time as much as like you've had development time. I know, like, I mean, in a way, I've only started doing that in, like, the last, maybe, like, seven years or so, because I don't talk to anyone from, like, childhood. Like, I have a real habit of, like, cutting people off and just being like, no, fuck that, that's, like, a period of my life which is closed. (laughs) I know what you're saying. It's, like, something that's, like, slightly gangrenous, and you're like, you know, fuck it, I'm just going to chop that off. Like, I don't need that foot anymore. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's... It was like some people really yeah, hold on to it. it. Yeah, they, they gone. it was fun, but we're different people. So it's just like that. Nah. I tend to find people from school, kind of, especially like early primary, no, early secondary, early primary school, early secondary school people. Yeah. If you ever see them again, you like you never know what to say, do you? Like you kind of see them, and you're like, oh hey, so how are things? And it's like, well, I haven't seen you in about ten years. I I literally yeah. had that. I ran into a guy who I went through senior school with, all of senior school. He was like one of my best friends close social group it was two years afterwards I'd been at uni met him at a bar off the rec randomly because his family happened to live in Lincoln now said hi to him and that was the end of the conversation I couldn't I just didn't have anything to say I was like <laughs> yeah, I don't want to know about your life like you don't want to know about mine let's just move on yeah. <laughs> we both just walked away from each other it was, like, was kind of nice like, <laughs> was that like an unspoken kind yeah, of it was like a hey hey yep you still exist. That's enough. Yep, I right. still exist. Cool. I'm this out of the window. <laughs> I guess we'll read oh, the obituary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. at some point. And then we'll be like, oh shit, I knew that guy at one point. Fuck. It pops up on your like Facebook thing. It's uh-huh. his birthday today and you're like, shut up. It's like Facebook keeps trying to remind me that I've got memories. It's like, Graham, did you know that four years ago you did this? I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So it's well, full of, still doing that, like <laughs> angsty posts from like first year uni. <laughs> Back when I thought I was, oh, I thought I was pretentious. I'm pretentious now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a whole, that's a whole different kettle of fish. That is a whole, whole of the ramble. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's like three, four years. Yeah. Knowing each other. It's a good long time. Yeah. yeah. After this, we'll just cut off. Yeah. This will be the last conversation. <laughs> <laughs> At least we got it on tape. <laughs> yeah, it's on record now. Like, so everybody, listen close because this ain't ever happening again. <laughs> we'll see each other in bars and just blank one another. And be like, no, we'll probably both end up doing like crazy things and then coming back into this scenario. 
And then, I'm, I'd be happy to do that. Though. And we'll probably have the same conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll sit here for, you know, like 10 minutes discussing how we... <laughs> okay. But I don't think we'll ever get to that point where, like you were saying with your friend, like that we'd yeah. see each other in like the co-op or something and just go, hey, yo. Yeah. The thing is, yeah, it's, it's like a... Not like a bond, but it's like a mutual interest in keeping it going, in a way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We've got the right idea of friendship. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else is doing it fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Buying your friends gifts. What are you like? Jesus. Wishing you had a birthday on Facebook. <laughs> Thank you, Care. You were prompted for that. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, thanks for sound like the two grumpiest old men. Just like, <laughs> it's like wishing your friends favor Facebook in my day. We should be on we a should go see my fucking friends. <laughs> uh, I can't wait for that, though. Sitting on a bench and complaining about Eve. I mean, we can do that now. Essentially, this yeah, is this is all this podcast is is people similarly <laughs> aged sitting and complaining about the world. It's a whole different world now. I can understand why, like people of the older generation, like who are like twenty or thirty years older than us, like you get into that point where you spend your whole life learning about the world in one way, yep. but the world constantly changes. So then you're thrown into this other like you're already established. You've learned everything you've learned, and suddenly you have to learn everything again. Yeah. And um, suddenly someone comes along and goes, you know what, you might have been doing it wrong for 20 years or so. Yolo. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> you're like, hang on a minute, what the fuck do you say? <laughs> yeah. You know nothing, boy. <laughs> yeah. Back in my day. <laughs> and then it starts. Uh, people can't start now, though, man. Like, I don't, like, there's so many people like who are aged, like, I mean, how old are you now? Like, 26. Yeah, 26, yeah. And I'm, that's why I was just like, you're kind of in that situation where there's so many people our age who are saying, like, back in my day. You're like, we're not, we've only just passed a quarter of essentially what we can live to like yeah we ain't seen nothing yet, yeah like, you've still got a good three quarters of your life to go if you're pissed off now <laughs> yeah. if this this change is bothering you please understand that there's more to come it's only going to get more as well yeah. isn't it like it's only going to get weirder the world's going to be a strange place in 10 20 years I oh think. definitely like it's going to be i mean i don't know if it'd be strange though because i mean like you could say that now i think i mean you think like to when we were like 16 it's completely different to, like, now. Yeah. But we don't... Actually, saying that, yeah, it was completely different, but... We're so used to this one that we're not... Like, it's, it's like, nostalgic or reminiscent, like, when you think about when you were younger, I think. Like, you know, when you're, like, you're younger and then, like... So, for, like, now, we organise this, like... Yeah. Using messages and things like this. Yeah. But back in the day, like... That's madness, yeah. Yeah, I'd have to have called you and you'd have had to have had a house phone. I mean, even, like... over and knocked and said, fucking to do this. podcast... So like 10 years ago this would have been like something you do on pirate radio uh, it'd be like you, you couldn't just record onto like a device and then publish that to the internet and then have randomers listen to I mean nobody listens to this but <laughs> <laughs> I listen to it I like one of the 20 people <laughs> yeah I don't I th- it's, it's crazy though because like I think like if you think 10 years ago you couldn't have imagined this so I think it's it's like despite even though what we know about technology now, I don't think you can predict ten no. years ago what will be going on. No, that's a really yeah. Because like you, you Incom- I mean like incomprehensible. But... Yeah, I mean like you think of Facebook. Like Facebook was was MySpace. Like it was a very similar thing to MySpace when it started, and everyone knew MySpace, and they were like, ah, oh, it's a fad. It'll last like a certain amount of time, which it did. And then Facebook came along, and everyone was like, it's a fad. It'll last a certain amount of time, and now literally everyone uses Messenger. It's like it's yeah. become more than like a social platform. Yeah. And nobody could have predicted that. Like nobody could no. predict Facebook would introduce a messaging service which would outweigh text. 
I think yeah, it's probably going to get to the point where no one's going to buy phone contracts with like because well, no one like it doesn't cost a phone company anything anyway when you make a call or because yeah. all the antennas are in place right it's just yeah. maintenance work so yes. it doesn't cost the tariff that you have so eventually it's just going to be you'll buy a phone and then you can have data yeah well that's, that's then, the thing like you want a data plan don't you I mean yeah. last time you actually make a phone call because like even for a phone call you can make that through like WhatsApp yeah just online yeah all through Facebook. And, like, with, with my network provider, they have, like, I can call, like, over Wi-Fi, if I yeah. have Wi-Fi, and then just do it straight from that. So it's just... It's kind of notifying itself. But then, the, I guess the thing with that, though, is if that becomes, like, the constant, how... I mean, people have, like, a culture shock now when they go to, like, other countries and that which aren't set up as much as we are. And then they go, all right, cool, so our, our standalone is everything's internet-based. We get rid of, like, phone lines and all that kind of stuff get rid of text so then you go to like a country which isn't fully integrated you're like hang on a minute wait <laughs> you don't have Wi-Fi in every building <laughs> like how is that a standard <laughs> that's the thing this is what I found though in Nepal yeah like I mean it's the most developing country in the world sort of thing it's like the poorest country yeah yeah. there's free Wi-Fi in every single cafe every well majoritively except for the proper shandy cafe sort of thing yeah and everyone has a phone and a smartphone because they're right next to like Taiwan and Japan and right, well, okay. Taiwan right. and China and, and Korea and stuff. But they have like versions of smartphones that like so we'll have the is that Galaxy S one or something? Yeah, something like that. They'll have the Galaxy J one. Right. Which is essentially exactly the same phone. It's got yeah. maybe like this the specs are a little bit like dulled down. Yeah. But you can get one for about a couple of hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. And the contracts they have in Nepal. Yeah. Um it's like cheap mobile internet. It's all slow. I mean, it's yeah. Barely, like, you would be so frustrated with it now. It's not convenient. I love people so. watching people get frustrated with the internet. I mean, I'm probably the most patient person I know. <laughs> people are just like, it's like why is this not going quicker? I was like, clicking. I, I don't care. Like, <laughs> yeah. I grew up on dial up. Like, this is fast. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, like. It takes 10 minutes to load a webpage. I'm like, that's, that's a good afternoon. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's well spent. Just like, I remember watching an image, like, like pixel line after pixel line coming down, you're just like, yeah, I can see it soon. Like you're trying to like peek over the picture. Like, <laughs> I can understand. Yeah, just I need that little bit, little bit more. <laughs> do I wait for the whole image? Do I do I refresh it and try and get it quicker? It's good because it teaches patience, man. It does. That's why now it's like you know everything's so convenient with the internet and everything like this. People get stressed out when like, yeah. oh, I can't connect to the internet. You're just like, mate. Yeah. Think about it. You're on you're on a tablet on your phone, like well, you're on your phone, which is a computer basically, like I something that you'd only see on Star Trek or something yeah. when you were younger. You like there's there's a sad there's a sad point where you're like there's it where people aren't being blown away by technology. <laughs> like that's kind of sad that you can be handed something and your brain just doesn't go what the hell is that? Sensitive. Kind of blame Apple for that though. Yeah, I mean, it kind of the last ten years they've done the same thing. Yeah, they've been pushing it as like a standard. Yeah. standard of living is just like oh, that. but it kind of brings us around nicely to the point which you wanted to get on to because everybody picks a theme and, and yours was convenience but convenience is I find it's I mean we've I think we've segued nicely into that it's convenient yeah it was awfully convenient that we got <laughs> discussing <to> <laughs> yeah I, I think we're kind of that's always been the thing that wanted progression has been just a, an addition to con- convenience essentially mm. like we make like technological advancements in other areas like medicine and stuff like that but essentially we're just 
making our lives comfortable. Yeah, we've done it to the point now where everything's just bells and whistles. Yeah. But those those bells and whistles will cost you. <laughs> and that's that's my, my beef for convenience is, well, you have to pay for convenience. Yeah. It's kind of like, sometimes it makes sense, you know, it's... Um, a cheaper machine for a hospital is convenient for everyone because then yeah, everyone can be more conveniently checked out. Yeah, and that's convenient. But then when it's like, um, I don't know, you get a taxi, you don't have any money. Yeah, you used to be able to say, oh, can you stop swing by a cash point? And now they're like, oh no, we got a card reader in it. And you're like, oh cool. And they're like, it's a pound or a pound fifty. Yeah, those cash machines that charge you, like yeah. you pay for convenience in one way or another. Yeah, yeah, I think it's it's. Uh... It's one of those weird things of like, I guess it's kind of like you, 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 what's the word? It's like the financial gap in it. Of like, okay, so you've got people who are at a certain like spend level, and you've got people who are at a higher spend level, and what they consider convenient is completely different to what we consider convenient. So, like, we see it as convenient as like, cool, got my house, I can go buy food whenever I want it, I probably got TV or like internet access, that's pretty convenient. Like, I don't need much more. Than, than that to be convenient whereas like someone who has a lot of money and has been paying convenience for most of their life but never realised they were paying for it will see it as like well no because I need, I need like I need to be first in line for that for all of that I need someone to bring food to my house yeah I don't, they, I don't want to have to go if they don't have convenience it. they feel inconvenient yeah when actually it's the opposite so it's like but, one, once you get to yeah. that level of convenience where it's an everyday thing it's kind of why you can understand people who do have a lot of money really struggle to comprehend it because you're always in it so you, you've been told that that's the normal and then you kind of look back at it and you think well that's not the normal because like for a lot of people that's 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 spoiled in a way but they can't see it yeah. and you can kind of understand how they can't see their it bar there, so yeah like, it's, and it's like especially when we should be born into it in a way it's like it's kind of sad when you see people born into it yeah it isn't it's well I mean it's, it's oh, I don't want to say unfair but it's unfair on them really because yeah. like well if you if you start with nothing then you appreciate a lot of things if you start with a lot of things then it's harder to appreciate the little things yeah and you can probably feel inconvenienced as well but like a friend of mine like He's got quite a lot of money. Yeah. And like, he'll park his car somewhere and knows he's going to get a ticket. Which is convenient for him, but yeah. he's got the money to pay, to pay for, for the convenience. Yeah. yeah. And he'll, be, he'll just say, oh, I spent £40 on parking that day. I think it's like, it's a weird thing where like, because like we're saying, obviously you're paying for that convenience, so if you can afford it, then fair, you know, fair enough. But it's like that thing of when you start to use your paid for convenience to inconvenience other people. So it's like, like with that, like, so they say you like park in like a disabled spot and then you get a ticket and you're like, well, it doesn't matter because I can pay for it. But it's like, yeah, but you've inconvenienced the guy who could park in that spot who can't afford to, <laughs> to pay yeah. that ticket. And you're like, so there's this weird like domino effect of how much that's kind of become a thing. No, yeah, no, yeah, you're spot on. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I don't think, I think it's one of those things of like, we, you're never going to find a balance with it. Because essentially, we whilst like I'm no I'm no advocate of capitalism in any way, shape, or form, <laughs> but it pays my bills, <laughs> you know. It's but it's like I, th- I think even if you kind of like you remove that, it's like we introduced it essentially as a way to stop people like killing each other. 
it was like cool so rather than to organize yeah it was like right so rather than it being you know you're the biggest you're the strongest so you can you can have everything it was like well no because you can be the biggest and strongest but you can be broke as fuck (laughs) (laughs) it was like you know you could you can you could clearly kill me but that doesn't matter because you're poor and it was like this weird like push we made for balance which obviously we've been like progressing and that's become like a whole thing now but at the same time, you kind of look it around the other way. And you're like, All right, so at some point, you, you have to strike a balance there. But in a way, because of the, the chaos of the world we're in, I don't think you can strike a balance completely. No, because, I, I mean, so you look at America right now. Like, they were getting towards a point where they were like, we might elect a socialist president, which hasn't happened for decades. No, that was going to be... That was going to be a whole thing. Move, yeah. And they was like, right, so you can't predict that Trump gets elected. I mean, he's a whole other bag of cats and himself and it's like right cool so now you've got North Korea <laughs> like it's like so even if you'd gotten to a point where you were getting socialism and it was all going well North Korea comes along and you're like yeah. well you know what we haven't got time to work on our economic standpoint because we maybe got to get to World War 3 <laughs> that is it yeah and then like oh we can't do it like North Korea is it the, is it the Democrat, Democratic Republic of North Korea Democratic Socialist Party of like North, like North Korea's full title. I can't remember North Korea's full title. I don't think North Korea's full title matters at this point. But then, yeah, back to well, capitalism in America and well, the, the West sort of thing. Mm. You have people in the high, like people that earn a lot, people that can spend a lot, people that have convenience down to a T sort yeah. of thing. You have half of them are kind of being dicks about it yeah. and inconveniencing, inconveniencing others. And then the other half, that's kind of trying to be cool about it yeah. but then it's still difficult because of what we were saying and they're, they're kind of too used to it yeah um, and then the other side of, well the other side of that like wealth gap you have the lower side of people half of which are just really pissed off because they don't have as much money as the other half and then yeah. the other half who kind of are a bit more empathic and like can understand yeah like that on. so you have both sides on both sides and that doesn't make for it makes for a messy progression I think yeah aggressive at all <laughs> deep aggressive I, th- I don't think you can avoid it though because I know like a lot of people like there's always that message of like love will solve all like that's a big message for a lot of people who are like yeah love solves all love, love you know you can solve anything with love and it's like it's a nice idea and it's it's a great it's kind of like you know this this like you discuss like political ideals and like socialism and stuff like that and it's like they're great ideas nobody can question that but again, fundamentally, fundamentally, <laughs> due to the chaos of said world, yeah, you know, you it's, always it's that an one idea guy that will fuck it up. But yeah, it's like you get a group of like ten people and you all agree on an idea. One of those ten people has a bad day. You know, that idea can fall. In or seconds. their version on that idea, kind yeah. of like um, Marxism. Yeah, fundamentally amazing, but just well, <laughs> well, no, this like, is the thing. Well, like, no, yeah, yeah, we probably both see it in different ways. Well, no, so. like I. Like, I like communism as, like, an idea. I don't mind Marxism as an idea. What pisses me off about Marxism is the same thing which pisses me off about, like, capitalists, is that it's the arrogance which comes along with it. It's like, oh, so we've got this idea. It's the best idea ever. (laughs) Everyone else is a dog. And it's just like, it's just a fucking idea. (laughs) Yeah, like, like, as we were saying, everyone can have the same idea, but utilize it so differently that it just is ten different ideas. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's that whole... what happened to Marxism. Because a load of oh, yeah. terrible people use Marxism. <laughs> but in their own light. Yeah. Their own dusty red light. They made it work in their way, which was... Yeah. But then yeah. that's what we're doing with capitalism. 
Well, yeah. That's what everyone's doing with anything, really, isn't it? It's it's, uh, it's such a stupid... I mean, it's not stupid, but it is stupid. It's not even stupid. It's kind of like... It's nonsensical at this point. I think. It's kind of funny in the way it runs. Yeah. Like... I mean, you, know, you could say, because it's that whole... It's, <laughs> it rolls back to like the whole idea of convenience and privilege. But, like, obviously, we're hugely privileged. Like, we live in a society which is privileged. We're, we're both white males, so we're fairly privileged. We, we just exist, you know? Never really struggled particularly yeah, you know? we've that. had bad days <laughs> we, but there's not much we can do about that because for 20 years or so we were living how people told us to live to some extent yeah. um, so you can even like you kind of look at it as like, like cool so then you know you sit in the back room and you, you make a podcast about stuff and you put the world to right it's like we can sit there and say things but it's like but it's just it's, yeah it's like title of the show yellow at concrete you, you're shouting at nothing <laughs> you know it's, and it's like I, yeah. I, I kind of love it in like this weird kind of self-defeating nihilistic manner of watching the world kind of yell at itself about itself it's like you're literally yeah. just like you're so angry and you're so passionate about something which doesn't matter yeah and there's like people that I see like that yeah I understand you want something to shout about and you yeah. want something to give you passion in your life yeah but, but like <laughs> it's, it's like it's like using the world as the warm bath theory where it's like it's the one bath theory. It's like if you if you go to work and then like you get shit on basically by your bosses okay. and your well maybe not work colleagues but it's all about kind of it's like trickle down okay not economics because that's it's like a trickle down thing so it's like you go to work and then you get frustrated because you're getting shit on basically right so then you'll go home and then you'll vent to your family so it's a, I think it was um, a Bertrand Russell like a nineteen fifties okay. kind of so it's kind of this stylized to that period sort of thing but you go home and you you kind of complain to your family and you kind of vent in that way yeah and you feel better as a result of getting shown at work and then you can continue both okay I kind of get that I think I've, I remember seeing something like essentially similar for that but it was like about abuse and it was like this whole idea of like you're at work your boss hates you so you go home angry so you beat your wife your wife gets mad so she beats the kid the kid grows up the kid goes to work is shit to his employees and it just kind of like trickles and repeats and it's like this that that annoying cycle yeah. which you can't really break yeah there's no because you can't control everyone's moment. lives and you, and you don't know it's, it's like you don't know that it's happening it's kind of like if you use that I- ideology and put it to like the world like yeah. and it's, it's I think it's convenient well in my case it's convenient because like I'll just think fuck it I'll pay for that it's convenient yeah that's I have like not a lot of money and as a result of having not a lot of money I struggle yeah. and then as a result of that I get frustrated with how things like kind of work yeah, yeah. but I mean it's, it's it's mostly down to how like well it's privileged white males in a, in a country like this where yeah. apparently the national average wage for the year is like 30 grand or something that'd be nice it would be really nice yeah. but, but, but then at the same time I don't even know what I'd do with that <laughs> like I you, know, you learn, you learn to live on the amount of money you have and like if someone came along and just gave me an extra pile of money I'd be like that's nice but I have no solution for what to do with that in terms of like like because like, it's, it's that thing isn't it like you live for so long you're, you're on level of convenience you develop your level of convenience I have nothing in particular in my life where I'd be like if I throw more money at it that would solve it yeah but then that, I could, know, like, that could just be big. I, yeah, <laughs> I have the time and money thing, so it's like I, I use my time to make money. Yeah. 
But if I had money, then I'd have all the time because I wouldn't have to use my time making to money. To make money. But then how would you have the money without the time? Exactly. And so you, you're trapped. That this is it. And because of that, like it's it's the storm of the present moment that that you take everything in with. Like I don't like my job, but it pays. It gives me money. But yeah. as a result of that, I get stressed out, and then and then I kind of I don't know. I don't really vent anger or get anger or anything. But I just yeah. kind of let it pass. But there's only there's only like a certain level you can let that pass. Yeah, this before, is it. You know, something breaks. Yeah. I mean, I think I think, I think in a way though, that's like it's interesting to kind of view it as that because I like, obviously we we're both quite aware as people like I think we're fairly well just in like looking into the world and trying to decide how that affects us and like how that affects other people well we think about how yeah, we feel we're like self-aware yeah. so we, we're kind of like on that balance but it's like there's a lot of people who are our age who aren't and in a way you can understand because it's like like we're saying like obviously we're, we're, we're males in our society which gives us extra privilege but then at the same time the suicide rate for, for 40 year old males is sky high it's a lot of pressure. And you like it's because, it's because <laughs> well, how does that sound? Well, it's the thing of like because like whilst we we realize we're we're in the trap, like we we realize you got to make money to live, to do the things you want to do, but to do that you have to work, which stops you doing the things you want to do, which you're making the money for. Yeah. But a lot of people who have got other distractions in their lives won't notice that, and they'll just keep in the trap. And whilst you you say obviously you don't vent, and like I don't vent particularly. That's why I make like my artwork stuff. Is like. A lot of them won't vent until they get to that age, which manifests itself as like depression, and then they kill themselves. That's it. So it's like this weird kind of like knock and effect of like whilst we have this this thing which we know we can't change, you gotta you gotta be able to vent it in some way, otherwise it does more damage in the long run. Yeah. But then at the same time, most people we know who are twenty are thinking, I'm twenty, I'm so old. <laughs> not realizing that you could be doing this for another twenty years. <laughs> so like, this is it. You'll, yeah. you'll, you'll still be thinking this. Yeah. in twenty years. You know, but, and it, I guess yeah, it comes back to like that original discussion we had at the start. Like you see the world as you see it around you. You can't predict down the line. Yeah, but then you've got to kind of roll with it. But I've oh, completely some train of thought. No, I like the idea that everything changes throughout the day. And like, I think someone told me something. I read something while I was away that was on the on the same sort of lines where it's kind of like um, um, if you like the idea of stuff, you're only ever going to get disappointed. Yeah. Like I like the idea of coffee, and like, oh no, this is an example that I use a bit. It's like if you go to like a house party, okay, or or any sort of event or something like that, and it's like it's a killer night, and everyone's had a wicked time, and everyone's talking about it for like months and months and months, yeah. and then like a year down the line, you have the same what a party with a similar crowd in the same place or the same sort of scenario that you kind of get presented in. Yeah. If you imagine it's going to be the same party as it was, you're only going to be disappointed. Yeah. But if you go into it thinking this is like a new party, this is like as if you hadn't had that first party. Yeah. Then you'd have that same party as if like you'd have had that first party. That's... Yeah, I get you. So it's, it's that expectation of trying to relive like something which can't be identical. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's that whole, I mean, to go a bit sci-fi, it's that whole, like, time travel thing. Like, you ask someone, like, oh, well, you, where would you go back in time? And it's like, yeah, you know, I go back to this day where I had a really great day, and I, you know, I'd, I'd, it would be, it'd be perfect just to live that one day. It's like, yeah, but you're not the person you were. 
Yeah, so you'd probably you, get really you know, you'd, you'd get frustrated. Yeah, you'd go back things. and you'd be like, this is great, there's so many things which I remember and we're reliving it, but you forget about like the 20 minutes during that day where you were kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah, I mean, like just to go with that, it's like the whole convenience thing whilst we've, we've got it, we've got it down to a T to an extent. Yeah, like, I imagine it's going to be like Wally soon. Yeah, you know, on but, the ship with it. But that's interesting though, because you think so. Whilst we we can see it as like if we've got convenience down to a T, so we can go down the, the line of Wally. So it'll only get worse. Well, worse, more convenient. Yeah, <laughs> it'll only get, <laughs> it'll easier. Only get <laughs> easier and more convenient for society. So like, if you go down that way, so like everything's getting better, and you know you, you don't have to worry about anything because everything's provided and you're looked after, and you got to think on the other side of that of what effect that has on like people as people but because yeah. you're being fed so like like we were saying with kids who like grow up with the technology they have now they're not blown away by it whereas we we still look at it and we're like shit I can make a phone call on the internet that's the most amazing thing in the world whereas like to everyone else no, that's how you make a phone call everyone knows how you make a phone call that's, that's how you do it so like they're given this, this this face of reality which they kind of like presented. So then you get this other side of it, of like like with Facebook. Like, Facebook is a representation of reality. It's not real. Yeah, it's an idealism. Isn't it's it? an idealized view. So everyone posts their best pictures or their worst pictures. They never post in between pictures. They never post, you know, the twenty minutes you spend staring into the fridge, wondering what you're going to eat, because that's boring. <laughs> yeah. Because that's not life. So you get this snapshot of reality. So then, when everything's convenience, all you receive is that snapshot of reality. So which is why you have this whole generation of people who are like, my life doesn't live up to the expectation. It's like, it's the social pressure from social media. Yeah. Is, is, it's going to be the, it's going to be the downfall. Well, that's like, the thing. Like, especially in schools and stuff, people have like gone really like, yeah, like heavily, I don't want to say criticized, that's too soft a word, but like victimized and stuff because of what they've posted online. Like, they say, um, you know, like when we're young and we go to like a party and yeah. in a field and just get like completely fucked up. Yes, I'm aware of that. <laughs> and then you make a, whole, a huge mess of yourself. But yeah. obviously before anyone had anything to film on, yeah. no one gave a fuck because it would just be, it'd be like a, a memory for someone. Yeah. Like they say that like um, drinking and drug abuse in, in young teens now has almost like ground to a halt yeah. because of the social pressure of how people want to appear to other people. People yeah. don't want to go to a party get paralytic, throw up all over themselves and lose their trousers and shoes or whatever yeah. for someone to be able to record it and put it on like social media. Yeah. I mean, that is a good thing, but also like back to the whole like can't vent. If you can't be yourself, then what's the point? And if you're trying to be a self which is mirrored on everyone else's self. Yeah. You always got your back up well, trying to be like... It's that whole quality life crisis thing. Of like... That's the thing. You know... No, <laughs> do you know the thing? Like, no, quarter life... Is it like a midlife but... Yeah, it's, it's our generation, essentially. So, like, essentially what you've got is, like, you've got this whole idea that the midlife crisis is when you reach 40 or 50. You spend your entire life looking after your kids and your family, <clears throat> developing your life, and then you realize that at 40 or 50 year old that you're not young. And that you wasted 30 years. But you didn't waste 30 years because you spent it developing a family. But that doesn't matter because you've gotten to this point where you no longer have to look after anyone. So you're just suddenly finding yourself again. Whereas we, as a generation, are going through the quarter life crisis of... We've gotten to such a point of convenience and such a point of social idealized snapshot that people compare their lives to everyone else's. So you sit there and you think, I'm 25. 
I've accomplished nothing in you know the seven years since oh, I left really? university. And, and yeah, there's people that are like yeah, and there's there's people who've done very well, well. Twenty to twenty five yeah. that are like living in LA, millionaires, yeah. and and it's like that whole thing of like, media. well, you know, they're they their life's different. Everyone's life's different, but because we can compare it now. You're given this whole void, which you suddenly, a lot of people are heavily depressed about, and they're heavily affected by, and they have breakdowns, and they suddenly decide, I've got to make a huge change in my life, to kind of comprehend it in the same way as, like, someone gets to 40 or 50 year old, and they have a midlife crisis, and they go, you know, no, I need to prove I'm young, I need to buy a sports car, I need to go out and do something crazy, whereas, like, people get to, like, 27, 28... And they're like, I'm going to be 30 in two years. I need, I need to do something huge. I need to change something. Everything else is wrong because I'm feeling bad. <laughs> and it's, 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 it's like that trickle down, like yeah. When you, you think time event sort of thing, like if you've got that now, and we're at this stage now, if everything gets even more convenient, you're going to get like 13 year olds, like an eighth life crisis, who are just like, I'm so depressed. Everything's handed to me. And I have no idea how to. And then they'll yeah compete. they won't they won't every knockback they'll get they'll really really struggle yeah because they they won't they won't be used to it and then like you'll start a job and because it takes a while to learn a job yeah or a trade or something people will just give up like and then also because of convenience the whole short term like you know yeah it's like, the, it's that whole idea that I mean I wrote a, I think I wrote a short story about this like once essentially there was a society where nothing was wanted for so like. You, if you wanted something, you got it. So, like, you want a hat, you can have a hat. You want a new house, they'll, they'll build you a house. So you have this whole thing. You have a job, they give you a job, you know. But you're never fulfilled because you've never wanted because everything's easy. Yeah. Which you... meant there was this darker part of society where, in, at least in my story, where they had to introduce conflict to make people feel... Like they... Well, like, how like they didn't want the conflict? Or well, that, no, this is the thing. Like, they had this void inside them, which they didn't know how to fill it, because obviously they never, they wanted, wanted for it. Everything was provided. So you've got this whole society and this whole world where everything's perfect. <clears throat> you have no, nothing like that. But because there's never been a challenge, they never felt accomplishment. So it's in, the way I did it was that they would <clears throat> basically sacrifice people in a massive stadium. And it was this idea that these people being sacrificed so they were worth something... So then you had this like kind of bloodlust energy that you wanted to be sacrificed because you want to be worth something. You want to contribute. You'd be so wow, willing yeah, that's, to be sacrificed like so that. you could feel that's, challenged. That's something like kind of gladiatorial about that, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, well, you, but like in, um, when Rome was kind of like at the peak of its kind of um, community, so Society? Society, yeah. Peak of its, <laughs> when um, Rome was at the peak of its society, yeah. and politics was kind of failing because the people at the top were kind of taking advantage of it and it was kind of crumbling beneath them. But, like, they introduced, like... They actually had, like, chefs, like, celebrity chefs, and you can go to, like, restaurants yeah. and stuff, and yeah. it was to distract... It wasn't so much like a capitalist thing that we have, but it was to distract the people from the failing society. Yeah. And they paid um, gladiators a butt-ton, like... Yeah. I think yeah, that's sort of it's, it's, I mean, I'm, I, I could go on for like hours and hours about the armed forces, but <clears throat> so essentially you kind of, it's like a similar version of that in our, like our current society is how willing people are to join the army. So you've got a society, I mean, even, even the, the, the goddamn, like the, the, the trailer for joining the army is some guy who 
didn't really fit in at college, didn't really achieve, works in a bar, has his day-to-day. And so he joins the army. So he can feel like he's participating and achieving. It's like, you're so willing to put yourself into a situation where you could die and that you will kill somebody so you can feel like you exist. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a fucked up way to advertise the army. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that is really yeah. <laughs> like, and everyone's like, so there's like, no, you gotta be proud of people like that. It's like, I'm not proud of someone who sees that advert and goes, you know what? Yeah, to in order to feel alive, I need to put myself and other people in danger. Yeah, it's like I'm okay with for it. a cause that, like, I mean, well, yeah, it's like, and if, that goes to the whole like pat, uh, patriotic sort of like, uh, yeah, for the country, for the country sort of yeah. thing. But then it's like, I mean, it's good to be proud of of, of something, but when. I don't know, I've got some really conflicting views about well, this. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I could go on. Like, patriotism yeah. is, like, one of my, like, most annoying points. Like, for me, it's, like, if you're joining, joining just to kind of, like, not get into that, but get into it. <laughs> like, it's kind of the thing of, like, cool. So if you're, if you're thinking of joining the army because you see it as, like, defending something rather than going out to put yourself in a situation where you can achieve from conflict. Like, if you're joining the army so we never go to war, great. That kind of thing. Kind of an oxymoron. Though. Yeah, it's an oxymoron. <laughs> it, it's that thing of like, if your if your belief is taking you into that situation because you're like, it's it's that whole thing of like, I'm being trained to do something, so I never have to use it. Yeah, that's the Swiss tactic, I think, because they have like, um, yeah, everyone's trained in Swiss. Yeah, for yeah. ten months or something like yeah. that. Yeah, you have to do like army service. It's like it's that kind of thing of like, everyone's trained for it, so nobody uses it. And if I everyone mean, has superpowers, no one's super. Yeah, essentially that's it. But then, I mean, you can say that doesn't work because in America, <laughs> if everyone has guns, no one gets hurt, right? <laughs> You're just like... Sorry, I shouldn't be laughing so much about that. No, no, it, it's, it is that kind of ridiculousness. It's, it's, and it's because we're aware. You know, you're in, a, you're in a society where we don't have guns. And you look at it from the outside, but then from the outside, we look like mad. We look absolutely madness to Americans. This you know, a, how can you sit in your homes and not defend yourself? It's like because I don't think anyone's going to come into my home. Yeah, <laughs> there's no hardly anyone's guns anyway. Yeah. So no it's like gonna they're going to come into my home and threaten me with what? <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm as armed as they are. Yeah. Like, in fact, more so because you've got like, yeah, I'm in my house. Kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> like, I've got heavy objects and sharp stuff. Like yeah, it's like if I'm in a bank and someone's robbing a bank, I'm probably just not going to get involved. I'm in a bank. It's <laughs> a really British thing, though. So I'm just going to. Politely whistle into a corner while that's happening. It's why a bank has insurance. <laughs> that's another thing I found. Like, surely robbing a bank is a victim of this crime because the bank has an insurance company that earns enough to reimburse the banks. Yeah, you, you, I think you could say that about like a lot of things like that. Yeah, like stealing from Tesco. Like, yeah, if you're stealing from a major con- conglomerate, but then <clears throat> I guess the the challenge to that is like, so if you see it as a victim of crime. And everyone sees it as a victim of crime. And then everyone starts stealing from Tesco. And then, but like, if the guy who oh. owns Tesco can no longer make profit, he has to shut down Tesco. Yeah, but it's not like he's going to shut down Tesco and have to get another job, is it? No. But everyone who works for Tesco is now suddenly unemployed. Yeah, that's true. And it's, it's that kind yeah. of like, it's yeah. that weird knock. It's like with banks. It's, it's that like, convenience, like <laughs> you rob a bank. Over. Bank's fine. It's got insurance. It'll survive. It'll not be like a huge thing. It's like, right. But if that happens enough, then banks close branches because they need to put more money into security, which means they need less employees and more security guards. And it's that, it's that whole like weird balance thing. Yeah. Which you can't really comprehend because you can never see the full trickle down. 
That's exactly it. Yeah. So fundamentally, it's like, yeah, like but everything. It's, fundamentally. Yeah, it's the, idea. <laughs> the idea is great. You could, know, but if you take it to an extreme, mm. it's like it's yeah, it's it's that whole. So we've we've developed this convenience thing, but we're at a point where convenience could get to an extreme. But if you yeah. take any idea, no matter how good it is, to an extreme, it's always going to fail. It's like, I mean, it's that whole, because like nihilism's huge at the minute. Like, that's weird to say, right? <laughs> like, nihilism as a trend is huge. Totally. Hashtag Nietzsche. Yeah, you know. I mean, like, fuck, I'm guilty of it. I make a calendar full of depressed animals. That's what I do. They're really good, by the way. So are angels. Oh, no, they're, they're different. Those are happy animals. Ah. The depressed one, I'll show you in a bit. Oh, yeah. um, I'm making another one for next year. Just plugging a product on this podcast. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, everyone's kind of, like, jumping on this whole, like, nihilistic idea. And, like, oh, yeah, you know, this thing. But, like, nihilism as an idea is interesting. Mm. But if you take it to the extreme, you have to kill yourself. Yeah, because if nothing matters, then... Well, if nothing matters and there's no way to exert control of your life, the only control you can have is when you end it. That goes back to your... Which you You've thought about this, like, well, no, I, yeah, no, yeah. it's yeah, it's exactly it's spot on. But then there's the other. I like the other side of, of that, where it's um, because nothing quite like everything is just going to happen. You yeah. can kind of just do what you want, yeah, and have fun with it. Well, yeah, because like don't take it too seriously, like, and then and then you get the good side of it, yeah, and you just you go. That's easily abused, yeah, because yeah. then you get someone who you take it too far. I was thinking the other day, right? Say. Say you committed a crime. Yeah. Right. But you were so sure that you hadn't committed a crime in your conviction. Yeah. Right. Okay. So say it came down to like a lie detector test or something mm-hmm. like some Jeremy Kyle something like. Yeah. And you were so sure that what you were doing wasn't a crime that you passed the, the lie detector test. Mm-hmm. And that you, but you had done it. Yeah. Like, surely that's kind of like, it goes down to the perspective of like that individual. Like, if they truly think that they haven't done anything wrong, have yeah. have they done something? Like, where's I going with this? I don't know. They haven't done anything. No, I'm not. Are you wondering how they like? How does that work in society? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's essentially you kind of like the way you need to think of that is is that crime is defined by society, which is why laws are different country to country. So, like in the UK, we'll take like legal age of consent. So UK is 16. America is 18. <clears throat> so let's say if you had someone who was in the UK go to the US and they slept with someone who was 17. In the UK, that's not seen as a crime but, because they're legally there, but in the US, it is a crime. So you've got two two places where the law conflicts, so it's you can commit a crime in one country but not in another country. So they could they could think they hadn't committed a crime. So then, if you take that to like a different crime, like murder, you see murder as a crime because it is defined by the society you're in that to kill another person is a crime. But if you were so convinced that it wasn't a crime because you you weren't murdering them, for instance, like you you were you were sacrificing them, or you were helping or, the lad or, or if you had well if you thought that they'd done something so truly horrendous yep. that they well it, it's that whole it's that whole like terrorist uh, Anders Breivik the guy who, who went and shot those kids on the island he is completely convinced that he didn't do something wrong because wow. he sees it as he was helping his cause he was defending his race he was sacrificing people so you've got 
that whole thing. It's like, right, so he doesn't think it's a crime, but the society he's in does think it's a crime. So they see it as a mental health issue. That is it. That must be what it is. Like, That's essentially what it breaks down to. Is like if you if you are so sure of yourself that you don't think you've committed a crime and you can't be convinced that you've committed a crime that's when it's mental health because it's that disconnect from being unaware of the society you're in that you don't care because it's your idea and as a society or as a human being you're meant to care to some sense but it's sociopath it's kind of, yeah that's I know <laughs> like, <laughs> but then that's he's kind like, of doing that now but then like, you could say like, he's got loads of like I mean you could say like in a way, is our society getting to a point where we're aiding that? Because we're creating idealized Snapchats and idealized views, which means could you have people in society who have created their own community who then see it as, well, what we're doing is right and everyone else is wrong. And if I step into this, and that's, that's essentially how like indoctrination works. If you send to a group of people and all of those people are telling you you are right, you are going to believe you are right. Yeah. If you, uh, I mean, you know, religion and, and homosexuality, if you're gay in a Christian family and that family tells you that you're the devil, you will believe that you're the devil. And it's that whole, whilst we have this brilliant thing which we've created, it's way da- more dangerous than a lot of people realize. Yeah. So is it convenient anymore? Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, to get off like a really dark point, it's like, is it, yeah. you know, is it convenient? Because it's, it's not convenient to have such a weapon. Because it, it no, could then be, that's yeah. it. Like global connectivity is hella convenient. Like yeah. we can call someone in Japan now live, yeah. Yeah. and we can we can get the lowdown and stuff. But it's also inconvenient because because we've only just like imagine if someone gave you a mug, yeah, right, and you've never seen a mug before, yeah, like you're not going to use it for its original purpose first, are you? No. You'll like pick it up and like you shake it, it around, and like, yeah. yeah you'll yeah. probably put something in it or something, but like obviously not coffee or to drink out of it. Like yeah. that's global connectivity as it is right now. It's yeah. so fresh and so new yeah. that it's been used at so many different angles. It's both convenient, inconvenient, yeah. dangerous, clever, yeah. um, important. It's gonna be interesting to see what the next twenty years is gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like again, I think yeah, you kind of in that situation where it's like it's weirdly, it's absurd. And everything's absurd. But that's interesting. And like some people, I, I in a way I feel like sorry for him that some people are scared of that. Like some people look at it as like, no, this is madness, we need to stop, we need to slow down, we need to go back. It's like, you can't stop. Because that's how life works. You just, ball is rolling, man. It just keeps going. You you can't yeah. stop. Even if you try to go back, you're making something new. You're not making, like you said, with like you're not making the ideal you try to go back to. It's like people who want to go back to like the 1950s. You know, it's like, you can't go back to that. Even Too as, much has changed. Yeah. Like. Yeah. But it's it's funny as well because what it, we changed and try and progress. Yeah. So like since the fifties to now, it's obviously like completely different. But what I think will happen, which has happened before, I think, is that it will change so much it will just come around and meet itself back again. We could do. This, but because we've moved forward in the change, even well, because we're not going back to that time. Yeah. It's easy to move forward kind of back into it, I would imagine. I think, in, in a way, yeah, you're right. And I think... Obviously different, because... Well, it's the thing, like, you, you're kind of, like, saying, like... It's that thing of, like, people who... They want to go back to it, and it can go completely circular. I mean, it's, I think that's, like, a lot of people have with the whole gender thing. If, like, you get a lot of men who are scared, because they're like, we've been the top for, forever, right? So if women become equal, at some point, they have to become the top. 
which men become lower, and that's what they worry about. That's what's huge so in their mind. Well, um, I guess it's like the test- testosterone, and it's like this com- com- uh, competition yeah. instead of cooperation. Yeah, and they they see it as that, so it's like this weird kind of thing. But it's like you can take that to like any aspect. So you've got people who want to go back to like nineteen fifties and have segregated communities and all this kind of stuff. And it's like right, take that as an idea, take that as a thing. But then you also have to consider no one's going to forget the last two hundred years. Which means now, instead of having a society which you had before, which was segregated and people were unaware, you have a society which is segregated and aware. Which means, in a way, it'll have to be worse. Because you'd be completely aware of what situation you were in. And you could, all the flaws. And all the flaws. So it's like, so rather than having, like, if you were to go like a really fucked up path of, like, segregated communities and then back to slavery, it's like, right, so slavery was fucked up to begin with. It can only be worse. It would only be more violent and more de- detrimental to people and more damaging. And we have the technology yeah. to control people in ways you wouldn't believe. Well, there's no more like, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like, no, so it. whilst it's you, circular. If it, yeah. If you dress it or if you come at it from a different angle. Yeah. Like, I guess some people would find it easier to do, like easier to... Uh, to live with it, to sleep in it. Well, yeah. It's, well, it's that whole thing of like... Um, dehumanizing the victim makes things simpler it's like if you don't assets or something well yeah it's like it's the same as like uh, it's the same as terrorism it's like if you make something the enemy you don't care about hurting it because the enemy you forget that it's person and you forget it's like if something is bad and you you don't see it as a person anymore and that's essentially how racism works yeah racial slurs do that I think yeah, it's like you're dehumanizing it. So it's no longer human, therefore it's an animal, which means you can mistreat it. If it's not an animal, it's an object, so you can mistreat it. And it's like, that's the kind of, rather than, like, whilst we have progressed as everything, that's the part which is kind of, that needs the heavy focus, is that for, people need to be taught from early on that you can't dehumanize. Even though we all know it's possible. It's that you can't dehumanise it and you shouldn't dehumanise it because that's something you'd never really pushed on. That's something that is quite like... It's like, do you progress the technology or do you progress the people? I think, well, we're getting pretty excited about technology at the moment, aren't we? Which is more convenient. That's the fucked up Which one makes more money? Yeah, which one makes more money? <laughs> which um, more convenient for Which one buys me a TV um, and heats my house? Does it? Is it teaching a kid that you can't treat someone like that or is it teaching that yeah. kid that if he kills that person there's less people to compete <laughs> is it oh, like I said it's going to be an interesting man like, <laughs> I find it funny because it's like in a way I feel like with me and you it's always been like we're on two sides of the same coin like yeah. I mean I approach things from a very dark point of view constantly whereas you I mean me you're always fairly relaxed and you, you always point out the positive aspect yeah, but I still take. But I know you yeah. entertain the idea of bleak. Like, yeah. whereas like I start at the dark, and then I entertain the idea that it could be happy. Yeah. <laughs> like the opposite, the balance of opposites. It's like yeah, we're both starting from different points, but we're both aware the other side exists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which you know, no, it's a, in a way, it's convenience in itself. No, it's a good. I think yeah. I mean, you say I knew yeah. It's going to be one of those things that we could talk around this for hours, and hours and on. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think a good point to end is that it's at least going to be interesting. I can't wait. Yeah, to not give a fuck. <laughs> the question is, do we give come back in like ten years and do this again? 
Hopefully not like that long. No. Well, no. I don't know. I don't know. Like that is the thing I've considered. Like having people back to chat about things. But how long do you leave them? Uh, <laughs> That's a good point. Like you could come back next week and we just we'd end up on the same topic again. <laughs> yeah. We need to go long enough. It's like a period of change. I reckon. Well, I mean, like shit's changing real quick, isn't it? Like, yeah. There's like a like first Donald Trump. Yeah. And then, well, not first actually, like recently, recently, is, and then you got yeah. North Korea like yeah. pricking their ears a bit more, and then you have a bunch of, and then you have like us leaving Brexit, which is doing the um, um, the tr- like trade agreements. Yeah. So we're getting rid of European trade agreements and going worldwide trade agreements, and then we have to kind of yeah talk to other countries, and then like I reckon in the next four or five years, well, the, something drastic will have happened. Whether we will realise it or not, because we might be so desensitised by it. We could or be desensitised. Caught up by convenience. I mean, yeah. like, no one gives a fuck if you can get pizza in 20 minutes away. <laughs> uh, <sighs> that's a tragic point. <laughs> but I think that's a point to end on. <laughs> so we can talk about this forever, but if I can get 20 minute pizza and uh, not have to think about the day. Then yeah, yeah. great. I got some Facebook scrolling to yeah. To do I'm for sure a couple of hours. There's a memory or something which I've missed or something. <laughs> yeah. There's something embarrassing I said two years ago. And wants to remind me of. That is it. We got to see how the friends are doing. That is it. Yeah. Thank you for coming on, Cam. Mate, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> no, thanks for having me, man. And we'll we'll definitely be back. Definitely. Yeah. Cool. We'll talk to you guys later. <laughs>